When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 276. Two Things I've Changed My Mind About, part one, butter, by Stefan Guionet of stephanguionet.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Monday. Welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Today, we have a brand new author that's joining the show, Stefan Guionet, who spent over 12 years in the neuroscience research world and has studied the neuroscience of eating behavior and obesity. He's also the author of The Hungry Brain, and you can find more about that on his site, which is linked in this episode's description. His post is a little on the shorter side today, but it's a good one. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Two Things I've Changed My Mind About, Part 1, Butter, by Stefan Guionet of stephanguionet.com. I like to believe I can update my beliefs when presented with new evidence or a better interpretation of the same body of evidence, rather than clinging to my old beliefs. In the next two posts, I'll discuss two examples where that has happened. Years ago, I argued that butter may make positive contributions to health. My thinking has gradually evolved since then, and I now think less refined forms of dairy are preferable to butter. Here's why. The whole food heuristic. Heuristics are simple rules that get us most of the way to the truth. One of the most valuable heuristics in nutrition is also one of the simplest. Eat minimally refined foods. This single-handedly eliminates nearly all of the calorie-dense, nutrient-poor ingredients and foods that contribute to obesity and non-communicable disease. The whole food heuristic is not only supported by a large and growing body of evidence, it's also consistent with evolutionary considerations and common sense. Food refining is a continuum. For example, when considering sugar, whole fresh fruit is a minimally refined source, while white sugar is a maximally refined source. Fruit leather and fruit juice are somewhere in between. Where is butter on that continuum? 
It's not as refined as liquid seed oils, which are typically solvent extracted, degummed, bleached, and deodorized. It doesn't require industrial technology to produce, but it's certainly much more refined than milk, the whole food is derived from. To illustrate this, consider that typical milk only contains 3-4% to fat by weight when it comes out of a cow. Making butter is a process of concentrating a small fraction of milk by 30-fold. And as a result, a wide variety of nutrients are separated out and calorie density increases greatly. Dairy fat may still have nutritional value, but why not eat it in a less refined form that is more nutritious and less calorie dense? Blood lipids. Circulating lipoproteins influence cardiovascular disease risk, and LDL is a particularly important one. Things that increase the number of LDL particles and or their total cholesterol cargo, called LDL cholesterol, tend to increase cardiovascular disease risk. The evidence supporting this is now extremely strong. As it turns out, butter increases LDL cholesterol and particle number more than most other fats. While butter also increases good HDL cholesterol, recent drug trials have questioned the causal relevance of increasing HDL cholesterol, meaning that it may not actually protect you from an increase in LDL cholesterol. Recent evidence suggests that the effect of dairy fat on LDL cholesterol depends heavily on the context in which the fat is delivered. Less refined forms of dairy, such as yogurt, cheese, and cream, have little effect on LDL cholesterol, even when they deliver the same amount of dairy fat as butter. Some research suggests that this is due to a protective substance in less refined dairy foods called the milk fat globule membrane, which is lost during the butter making process. Calorie intake. Face it, the main reason we eat butter is that it tastes amazing. And this is no surprise. Butter is one of the most calorie dense foods in the world and the human brain likes calories. Most of us eat too many calories, and butter isn't helping. Fat isn't automatically fattening, but research suggests that it can be fattening when it meets two criteria, high calorie density and high palatability. Butter gets near maximal scores on both. Why not get the same nutrients and more from yogurt, which is less calorie dense, less extreme in palatability, more sating per calorie, and therefore more likely to favor a healthy calorie intake? Conclusion. The whole food heuristic is probably the simplest and most effective diet rule we have, and it suggests that whole sources of dairy should be healthier than butter. Research in the areas of cardiovascular disease and appetite control are increasingly supporting this prediction. That said, butter isn't toxic, and if you want to use a little to saute onions or mix into steamed vegetables, I doubt it will have much negative impact on an otherwise healthy diet. But extra virgin olive oil is probably better for cardiovascular health, and if you choose to eat dairy, it may be preferable to focus on less refined forms of it, particularly yogurt. You just listened to the post titled, Two Things I've Changed My Mind About, Part 1, Butter, by Stefan Guionnet of stephanguionnet.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants 
So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And a big thanks to Stefan for giving us permission to narrate his content. You can find a link to his site in this episode's description. Or if you can't figure out how to spell his name, you can also go to wholehealthsource.org. It goes to the same place. And you can follow him on Twitter at WHSource. Now, I can be as pig-headed as they come. When I was in school, it was really hard to change my mind about certain nutritional facts, quote-unquote, that I had in my mind. It was as if I went to school only to further my own beliefs. But I soon learned a very valuable lesson. That's gonna get me nowhere. It's gonna keep me stuck. I will never grow as a future scientist, as a professor, whatever. And so I loved how Stefan opened this post. He had to change his mind based on the valuable data that was presented to him. This is okay to do, I promise. People often stick to their guns. That gets you nowhere. But being open to new, solid facts, new information that's reputable and changing your mind, to me, that's a sign of intelligence. And I've said this before, I've had to change my mind many times about nutrition. So I give Stefan a lot of props. A while back, there was a Time Magazine cover article saying, butter is back. And basically the argument was, butter's not so bad for you like we thought. That was very misleading. Now, Stefan did a very nice job explaining why that might be misleading. Butter may actually raise our LDL or bad levels of cholesterol, which increases our risk for cardiovascular disease like heart attacks and stroke. But we're also learning that the way you store butter in your house may make a difference too. For example, if you tend to leave butter at room temperature, like out on your countertop and it's not covered, it may actually become more oxidized. When butter becomes oxidized, it won't look any different. It really won't taste a whole lot different either, but your cells, your body's cells will know the difference. When butter becomes oxidized, there's a chance that it will increase your LDL cholesterol even more. Now, if you store butter in the fridge in a closed sealed container, it won't get as oxidized which may prevent your LDL cholesterol levels going as high. Now, we don't know for sure what's going on. What I'm trying to say is we need more research, but it's not a bad idea to watch your butter intake, don't go crazy with it, and as Stefan mentioned, just have a little bit here and there, you're probably gonna be fine. And Stefan also mentioned the idea of using olive oil and consuming yogurt instead of butter. There are so many studies, well-designed studies, that show the benefits of consuming olive oil and replacing other forms of saturated fat in your diet, like butter, with olive oil. When you do that, your risk for disease goes down. Yogurt's not only great for you because it's, of course, lower in that saturated fat, but it's got these wonderful probiotics in it, which will help protect your gut, which will then reduce risk for disease as well. All right, I'll stop talking now. You could tell I'm super excited about this stuff. Think I'm spitting because I'm so excited. Don't forget, we have four other podcasts where we narrate blogs for you, covering a bunch of different topics. To subscribe to those, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. Thank you for being here every day. 
Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I hope you have a great rest of your Monday and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.